Hey ladies, Antje Boyd here and I have a very special guest, um, Kim Nadell. So really excited because we're going to talk about today how to, you know, just really have a love again after being a widow and also how to stay open-minded. And what I love about it is that you really can't mess it up. So you really see actually get out of your head because no matter what you do, you can't mess it up because if you're meant to be together. Kim's story will show that you will end up with him. So we're going to go into that. So really excited and also learning like what, what it takes to be that vulnerable, to be that open. So Kim, I would love to hear from you. um, What was your dating life like before we started working together? Do you remember? Um, Yes, I, I do remember. It was, sporadic um there were a lot of i was attracting a lot of men but i wasn't attracting the right kind of man for me mm-hmm. uh they were either um in um not ready for commitment um they didn't have that much time i had trouble different i had trouble um figuring out who they were um and um so, so it was sort of like um, it was it was very um, confusing, actually. It was really confusing because it was hard to read the men, right? Yes. Okay, so I know it was confusing. You were probably questioning, doubting yourself, right? Should I go left? Should I go right? What should I do, right? And let's talk about it. First of all, also, how did that make you feel? You talked a little bit about it, right? Um, it being confusing. What other emotions were coming up for you, like not knowing? Oh, yeah, it was, it was trust. Um, so because I was, um, you know, my husband um, passed away 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I think what happened was I had my kids with me and I felt like um, I didn't really, but you know, it was, I wanted to be careful with my kids. So I just didn't want to bring any man in. So there was a lot of trust issues there. Um, you know, um, you know, to open up my heart again. Um, and then, so the men that were coming in were, um, either they weren't ready for a relationship or maybe they did want to be in a relationship, but I wasn't ready. It was just really confusing. Um, Mm -hmm. and at one point, um, to, um, I had a, you know, one, even though it was very short, um, I had this experience where this man was completely dishonest with me. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it brought up a lot of things. It was, it's very, it was hard to navigate. And, um, there was also a lot of feelings about, you know, my worth and, you know, my, um, you know, was my, my worth, like, was I desirable enough? You know, was I enough? That came up a lot. Yeah. Uh, I can totally imagine that. Yeah. And so many women at that same boat. So, now you're obviously engaged. And so first we want, of course, here, that's always what the women want to hear. How did you meet your man? Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, okay. 
I'd love to share that. Um, it's kind of crazy, but okay. So I met him online. I met him on a dating site the first time. And um, I was dating lots of men. That's when I was working with Antia. I was dating men and I was, um, you know, so I had to write down, we had this sheet, we had to write down all the different things. And it just wasn't really, um, it wasn't really happening with him. I don't, it just, um, it just didn't feel, I just wasn't really that interested in him. I wasn't really that into him. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, and there are a couple of reasons why. Um, and uh, one of them was that he kind of like dressed a little bit like my father a little bit. Uh-huh. And so, like, so I was like, hmm, can this guy really be like, can he really be like hot? You know, can he really play that, you know, that sexy kind of, um, you know, really kind of show up for me in that way? Mm-hmm. Was that possible? And um, he was also very, very kind. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't read him because he was such a gentleman because at that time, and even today, of course, we're talking like a couple of years ago, he, um, he was very um, disturbed by the hashtag me too. Mm-hmm. And so he really did not want to come across as one of those horrible guys. That, that's how he felt that they were. So he was extra gentlemanly. And so he didn't really... Um, um, so I couldn't tell if he had that passion and that fire inside of him because he was being so um, um, honorable, right? Yeah. And being so respectful of me being a woman. Um, so I didn't read. There's a lot of things I didn't write. I read him completely wrong. Um, then he ended up coming back into my life because he was um, – you know, got in time like about, I think it was maybe about eight months later. And um, I actually called him because I felt like I, um, when it ended, I felt like it ended so abruptly and I ended it really abruptly and I was kind of ashamed of the way that I did it. So I called him, not to apologize. And he was so excited to hear me because he thought he wouldn't hear from me again. And so we started um, seeing each other again and... So to that time, I actually did a lot of work on myself. And I assume, too, that he also had time to do a lot of work on himself. So the second time around, um, it was very, um, I was looking beyond that, because obviously he was. I was looking beyond that and um, could see this. We had a lot in common, that he was like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. And then um, at a certain point, I kind of gave him permission to to um, to be kind of like you know sexy and playful with me. I mean, you know, uh, we were completely platonic. I just kind of gave him the question, like it's okay for you to if you want to kiss me or if you want to. And so then I gave him the permission, and then he showed up for me in ways that I just couldn't even like imagine, and it just gets better and better. Yeah. Um, I also said to him in a really about his clothing I said you know what you're you're an athlete you have like amazing legs and so you know have you ever tried wearing like slim pants like slim whatever slim fit you know because I think they look really hot on you he just went out right away and he went to Nordstrom Rack and he he just bought like a ton of pants like and then he and then he says I want to take you 
can you come shopping with me for shoes? And that's all it took, literally. I love me that. to see this like amazing, like. It's sometimes love doesn't go through the stomach. Sometimes love goes through fashion, right? <laughs> and especially like the industry that you're in, that's even more important. So tell me a little bit, you already started a little bit this journey, but what is your romantic life now, right? So for the women to just really hear a little bit more. Yeah, so so now, um, yeah, I'm engaged for, um, to, um, we're in like a life partnership right now. He, a uh, beautiful ring. Um, and um, do you want to show it to us? I'll show you. He, Oh, yeah, beautiful ring. It was um, actually went to to um, to pick it out, and um, he just um, yeah, he just wants to make me happy, and um, we have a very um, like a high um, like a high vibrational energy together that we were very conscious about. Um, each other and our vulnerabilities and and about you know um, really being communicating really well you know to say he taught me to say things and you've taught me so many things too to say you know what I'm scared right now instead of like lashing out you know and yes. being this crazy person to say you know, I'm confused or I'm scared you know when yeah. I say that he comes over and he just hug and says I love you. I just want to let you know that everything's going to be okay. Aww. So I've learned a lot of tools and really, um, yeah, it's a really fun, it just keeps getting better um, all the time. And he's taking, in three days, he's taking me on like this dream trip. We're going to, we're going to the South of France together. And he's wow. his gift to me. And um, I'm really excited to share it with him. Oh, that's so awesome. So happy for you. Kim, you know, it's really like the dream life, you know, it's really the dream life. And you had to go, of course, through your own trials and tribulations. So having said that, what were some of the main lessons and things, you know, that kind of helped you the most along on your journey to love? The lessons. Um, um, well, um, specifically with this man it was really to give it a chance to get to know him without anything else like interfering you know like no intimacy really um you know really giving it time like three months mm -hmm. minimum mm -hmm. um to really um have a chance to have trust between the two of you so that from that trust then then Oh, that the playful, uh, the passion, all that stuff can come out of it. Really, um, that really worked for me. Um, um, I'm not sure what else. Okay, well, um, we can leave it at that. I, something so else. I guess how said what? it again. What you were saying? No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. Um, I was just we, saying we cut out for a minute. Let's go with the next question. You know, what were some of your main concerns um, or fears before hiring me, a dating coach, of course, to help you with your love, with your dating journey, right? The trust issues we talked about and, and not knowing what to do, the self-doubt, the self-questioning, right? And getting more clarity. What would you say were some of the concerns or fears? Um, 
my fears. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like your worst fears kind of come out. Um, um, let's see. Hmm. You know, I mean, I was really um, a little bit um, insecure, you know, mm -hmm. about myself. Um, I definitely had trust issues from my past. Yeah. You know, my whole life, basically. Trust issues with men um, that I really had, you know, that I really um, had confronted and dealt with, like, in therapy and body work. But it really came up um, a lot when... Um, with dating um, and navigating through, through you know all these different men. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what would you say? What what helped you to overcome those concerns? Um, I was looking for. Um, um, I basically knew that I needed to work on those areas on myself. Because mm -hmm. I knew that if I worked on those areas on myself, then I would I would match a liked partner, and right. so um, right. So I found like like for example, when I was I realized this later, but I realized that when my kids were growing up, I was you know this you know single sole parent of my children. I picked men who were they were great, but they weren't really guys that I would want to take the next step with, and. Um, and I did that subconsciously. I did it on purpose because I didn't want to, I wasn't ready to bring a man in while I had my kids. In my mind, I decided that once I was an empty nester, then that's when, when I could really make that kind of life commitment. So I chose men who I wouldn't, I never had to worry about going to that next level because it never was going to happen for me. So yeah. I played it really safe. I guess you'd say I played it really safe, but it just wasn't. Um, enough, but it was safe enough for me at that time. So I just kind of, but then um, once I became an empty nester and I realized that I wanted to be, um, have a life, life partner and I wasn't really ready to, um, I didn't want to settle anymore, mm -hmm. you know, because you have these limited beliefs. You think, well, you kind of like make excuses for guys. Well, you know, and it's like, no, I started, um, I actually, I actually met you at a, you know, in a group. And, yeah. and I was like, just listening to you, I was like, you know, I really need help navigating through this. It's, I mean, it's, you know, we all know it's like a full-time job anyway. Yeah. But I really help navigating because I was my worst you know, I'm like my worst enemy sometimes, you know? And so I just needed help to like empower me and to work out any kind of feelings. And it helped me too, because when I would fill out the form, we could, it kind of like helped me to um, make some judgments using my intuition. That was a big thing too, using my intuition and not second guessing myself about certain things. Yeah. Um, um, so it was, it was helpful to have support. I had some other kind of therapies that I did that helped me. Um, and, um, and kind of like cleared some things out of the way so that I could 
So, um, so this, you know, if this man, you know, this man showed up and I could actually see him. Right. Uh, I love that. Right. Like you actually have like all the layers removed from you that you had on, right. All those veils, you know, through which you see the man. Right. And, and do you have any other final advice that you would recommend to a woman who's on the fence, you know, about hiring me or hiring a dating coach in general to help her with this? Mm. Uh, well, I think I would say that for me, it was, um, you know, an investment in myself. I know sometimes it's hard to pull the trigger on something like that, but I was just yesterday told that the one thing that we can do for ourselves is, is um, every day our job is self-love, empowerment, and boundaries, um, and self-care. And so if you feel like this falls under that, um, with having support and um, having somebody to bounce things off. So, so um, just to help us make better choices, you know, and, you know, somebody who's going to be there to hold you while we're going through this, because it's, you feel really vulnerable. Um, I think that is, um, the best advice I can give about that. I mean, it definitely helped me. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Kim. And um, we're, of course, so excited on your engagement. And we're excited for you to head to the South of France, your dream trip. <laughs> and thank you so much for being like a, your beacon of shining light to really giving those women hope, right? No matter what age, no matter what stage, no matter what circumstance, um, that we think we're in and we can't find love again, you're really like a walking example that it's so, so possible. So for the ladies, well, like, gosh, this is, uh, you know, okay, Antje, I'll, I'll, I want to give this a try. I'm curious to learn more, right? Like I invite you to come on and magnetize the man. Clarity call with me and see how can I help you, right? Like, you know, I help Kim uncover her vulnerability thresholds, her blind spots. Right, so you can look at what that is for you, what's getting in the way, right? What are those veils that Kim talked about that are getting in the way of you not either seeing the right man or not attracting the right man? So if that sounds like something that's really you're in alignment with, hop on over to magnetizethemanman.com, magnetizethemanman.com, and grab your slot so we can chat. So Kim, thank you so so much for being here today. I know your time is very precious. You're already packing for the summer friends, so really appreciate it. And um, so much love to you. Take care. Bye-bye.